Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the Go Tech, Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. This is an emergency pod. I'm an Evan. emergency pod. It's Let's emergency go. pod because it's Evan's birthday, right? Yeah, it's fucking 1130 p.m. on my birthday. Uh, if you can't tell, my voice is a little out of it. Uh, did a lot of yelling today up in Frisco. Uh, I have to do a little more of it tomorrow, too, I imagine. I might even do some now. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm still feeling the spirit. You know, I'm drinking some Terry Bradshaw whiskey. Let's go. While you're drinking that Terry Bradshaw whiskey, I'm trying to scarf down McDonald's <laughs> cheeseburger because I just got off a plane. Look. Here, here's how my day went, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, a, a poorly planned vacation on my part, but I'm still grateful to be able to go on it. Plan is to go back to the hotel, watch the bas- the men's game, uh, streaming using the hotel Wi-Fi. Well, the hotel Wi-Fi suddenly stops working. Uh, so oh. after getting a bunch of different sn- things working, trying to get, uh, and then my phone Wi-Fi also, and Verizon service also stops working. I eventually get Courtney's uh, work phone hotspot activated to be able to watch most of that game. But I also poorly planned when we needed to head to the airport. So... Uh, I watched the final two minutes walking between the rental car return station and security. Uh, watched the Bulldogs win that game, walked through security, got on a plane, uh, tried to watch the women's game while in the air. That didn't work out so well, so I listened to the radio until we got uh, down in Baltimore, where on the tarmac I was able to watch basically the second half because there were no gates Ooh. open because today's been a, a bad day for travel. Just Oh, yeah. Planes coming from other places. Yeah, Baltimore's fine, but everywhere else is apparently not. Um, and so, yeah, I got to watch most of that game there. Then on the, the shuttle from the airport to the parking lot, I watched the texters somehow come from behind and take Bro. that one away from Middle Tennessee. And that was a, I'll switch it between radio and t- TV so often. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I know we're not going to review it right now because we have stuff to preview and we'll do that um, later but i i don't even understand yeah. what happened let, let me just say i mean we'll we'll dive into this i'm sure more uh but mtsu had one move and i don't know if this is how they played the whole season their move was to shoot open three-pointers that was it that was their whole offense at halftime or or shortly after halftime they had 52 points 39 of them were three-pointers i mean they they were not scoring from inside and I don't I mean we were pulling our fucking hair out dude we were scre- we were like what are we doing like why are we still playing zone and then in the fourth quarter Brookstore swapped from zone to man and MTS you couldn't do fucking shit for the rest of the game it was <laughs> wild like they they were playing so scared even when they were still up like 5 6 points man it was I, I mean what we scored like 34 points in the fourth quarter. They scored like 15 or something like yeah. masterful performance. You know, you go anyway, anyway, that's she, not why uh, we're here. That's not why we're here. It's almost like she activated her trap card. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It, it was like, okay, we know that's all they can do. So like, let's let them do that. And then we'll take it away and they will be so lost. Like they, they had only played six players on the floor until one of their players fouled out or two of their players fouled out. Cause one of them had two flagrants. Um, uh, yeah. Gotta so, watch those elbows. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's not why we're here. Uh, to recap, well, no, that, I mean that is that is why we're here, but it's not what like, we're here to do. Yeah. <laughs> we're not here to talk about that game. 
Because the Texters defeated Middle Tennessee State University, they move on to the final round, the finals of the conference championship tournament against Charlotte, 4.30 p.m. Central tomorrow or today by the time this comes out, CBS Sports Network, or if you're in the DFW area, or even if you're not, yeah. I mean, you should you hey, should it's drive. Four thirty. You got time. As yeah. as my boy Kobe Williams said in in a promo for Twitter, if you got two legs and four wheels, get to Frisco. <laughs> that's that's what that man said. So, I mean, don't take it from us. You know, that's all I'm saying. Take it from yeah. Kobe. We hey, you were gonna pay thirty six dollars for your ticket no matter what. Now you got two games. Now you got yeah. two games for the price of one. I mean, come on. What are you waiting for? Spend eighteen dollars anyway. each game just to get your heart ripped out, probably. But <laughs> hey. you know, there there are worst uses of eighteen dollars each. I mean, uh, going into today, I was, I mean, today's my birthday, and I was spending it watching tech sports in do or die situations. So you can you can imagine uh, how how I felt going into today. And look, I'm just you know. Catherine's curse is broken. She's finally seen Tech win a game in person. This is the first day she's ever done that. So, yeah. um, you know, anyway, uh, anyway, tomorrow, you know, we're playing two really good teams, obviously, in Charlotte and then on the men's side in UAB. But, I mean, MTSU was a good team in women's basketball. We beat them. North Texas was a great team. We beat them. I mean, shit, we held them to their lowest scoring margin in 30 years or some shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, so just, anyway. just don't look at our side of that scoreboard. But yeah, let's well, talk about. The, hey, look at it all you want. I mean, I, that one number is bigger than the other, I guess. Yeah. That number's bigger than, than theirs. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> Size is all that matters. That's <laughs> what I've always heard. Uh, yeah, so first up, the Lay Texters game. Charlotte is a team that we've played once this season, unlike the team that we're coming oh. off of Middle Tennessee. Did uh, we? I believe so. I was listening to the post game on the radio. And I think we beat them I, by two or three at, or no, we lost to them by two or three at home. I don't, am I crazy here? What am I looking at? Oh yeah, we did. Yep. yep. On February 10th. I missed that when I was looking at this. Final score 59 to 56. The 49ers came out on top of that one at the Thomas Assembly Center. Uh, but I feel like this team is a lot different than it was back in early February. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've won six games in a row now. Uh, really in do or die time because we're trying to get that one seed locked up. We did now in the tournament. I mean, Texas looking pretty good. Um, so, I mean, Charlotte outside of that one game, they they're they're really the one seed overall in the conference this year. They went 15 and three in league play. Um, those three losses being two to MTSU uh, one last week on March 2nd and then on February 13th. And then they also lost to Old Dominion, who is a really good team from the east back in January. Um, Nathan, you got any players to look out for, uh, in this matchup tomorrow? Yeah. So let's start with the Charlotte player who scored the most points when they came to Ruston. Michaela Boykin, uh, hit four of six, three pointers last time, five defensive rebounds. Uh, just someone who made her presence known in this game, um, last time, but probably their best player overall in the season is Octavia Jet Wilson. Yeah, I mean, she won Conference USA Player of the Year last week when they announced the all-conference teams. Uh, she averaged 19 points per game. So, yeah, she's, she's pretty good. Uh, she only had 11 in, in the matchup yeah, in Ruston. Only, only 11 in Ruston. Nice. Um, but they've also got another player, Kiki McKinney, 
who is who was named to the all defensive team um this season and if you look at her stat line from Rustin she had four blocks and a steal along with three assists so and 11 rebounds so yeah she she's a force to be reckoned with for sure and so i mean charlotte in their starting five is really deep but they really only run six players so i mean if tech can kind of force some foul trouble like they did to mtsu today uh you know the the 49 the lady niners 49ers i don't know what they call themselves but um you know it'll be interesting to see how we match up and how we uh choose to scheme like i said i mean we kind of let MTSU run wild on us for a little bit, and then we uh, then we stopped doing that, and it worked very well because we kind of surprised yeah. them, I think. So, but I think Charlotte is a really well-rounded team. So yeah, this will be interesting. And I mean, they haven't looked great in the tournament so far. I mean, if you look at their performances against Rice to open open things up on Thursday, they won fifty nine fifty three, and then against North Texas earlier today, they won by three. And they actually, North Texas had a chance to tie it at the buzzer after getting a steal on the inbounds pass, but they, they kind of choked. Um, but, I mean, it's it's really some of these players that we've already mentioned that we need to watch out for. Octavia Jet Wilson had 28 points against North Texas. Michaela Boykin, who led with 16 against Tech earlier this year, had 15 earlier today. Um, so that's, that's, you know, something to watch out for. Um, they'll score uh, from multiple places on the floor, but... They also play really sound defense. So, yeah, I'm I'm not really sure how this is going to go. I, I think we skipped the Massey ranking. They're 89th in Massey right now. Yeah, and the three losses they have on the in the conference play, at least, come to Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, and Old Dominion. Uh, right. If you remember last week when we talked about the previewing, this whole bracket, we said there were three teams to watch out for, Middle yeah. Tennessee, Charlotte, Old Dominion, and that's why because these teams only seem to lose to each other. However, Tech beat Old Dominion in the regular season, right down there, down the stretch, just beat Middle Tennessee and now will face Charlotte. Yeah, and I mean, the fact that Charlotte lost to Middle, who we just beat, um, and Old Dominion, who we also just beat last week, I mean, I think we got a chance, right? I mean... At the the same time... If you look at our Massey ranking, we're like 148th right now, but that's without taking into account today's game i think um but yeah i mean mtsu is ranked 80th we just beat them so i don't know yeah the curious thing to me is that charlotte's playing some of their best basketball right now granted these last two games in the tournament may not really qualify but they started the season out slow uh picked up a few losses to, to some great teams like north carolina which is a top 10 team iowa state which is another top 10 women's basketball team but then also to like delaware and davidson and, but they've kind of turned their season around by the time conference play started, and they don't have a winning streak going of much. It's not like the Texters, uh, where every time they talk about the Lady Texters right now, it's about you have to say the win streak and talking about how good they are in this moment. Uh, that's not quite true for Charlotte, but they're finding their groove or found their groove at least yeah. in conference play and carry that into the tournament and has gotten them to the finals. So. Yeah, Like any team you play in the finals, you're playing a good team that's been playing at least semi-good basketball recently. Yeah, I mean, they've won 12 out of their last 14 games. Yeah. You know, dating back to that loss to Old Dominion. And I do notice here they it took overtime to beat Western and Marshall, but that was like a long time ago. So, 
You're right. They have been playing pretty solid basketball um, outside of that loss to MTSU um, last Wednesday. But and even that, that's a good team to lose to if you're going to pick one. Yeah. And also, I mean, they may have already had the first seed locked up. I'm not really sure about that. But yeah, I, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Nathan? We got to I don't know. You got like, <laughs> I don't know what to think. Right. Like, uh, I mean, I, I, I know what to think. My opinion has not changed since last week. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, this team came into the tournament hot. This feels like what baseball was a year ago and didn't quite get to, but this team feels magical. Tech was down to Middle Tennessee, probably the best, if not the second best team in the conference, if you're going off of what people say. Down by so many points that I feel like a lot of people would have turned off the television. And probably people did. Or the streaming service casted to a television, I guess. But they didn't give up. They changed some things. They found a way to win that game. That's what good teams do. That's what hot teams do. That's what teams that win conference tournaments do, is they find a way to win the games. And that's what the Texters did. Charlotte's a very good team, perhaps talent-wise better than the Texters even, maybe. But it's not always about who's better. It's about who's playing better. And I think that's the Texters. And so I I think the Texters win this one. I think the Texters beat Charlotte, the team that we probably knew we'd be playing if we got this far. And by doing so, they'll be heading back to the field of 64 of the NCAA tournament. Man, I hope so. Uh, I think you're spot on in terms of the momentum. I mean, just that fourth quarter alone, like being there in the crowd, I mean... The team was feeding off the energy in the crowd. The crowd's going to be huge tomorrow because you're going to have people coming over, you know, who couldn't make it during the week. You're going to have people being like, you know what? Fuck it. It's Saturday. Hey, it's a four hour drive from Rustin. Like you could drive over like students. Come on. You know, like in basketball games are usually two hours long. There's two of them with with tech teams. So that's four hours drive for four hours of basketball and then a four hour drive back. But don't think about that part yet. Right, yeah. You ride the high of winning two championships on yeah. the way back. You, know? <laughs> you like, drive straight to Portland, Oregon, or whichever regional they're placed in. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that you're right that this team feels special. And we were talking, I was sitting with uh, with our, our guy, LaTeX Report, and one of our other friends, Andy, um, at both games today. And we were just talking about how, like, when you have special players like Keanu Walker and Anilar Roberson on the floor, you feel like anything can happen, right? Like you can, you can put that up. And now against MTSU, now they have all conference players too, right? They have, they have a lot of talent. They won a lot of games too, but it really looked like and felt like those two players were the best two players on the floor at any given moment. Anilar and Keanu, right? Yeah. Like there was there was a point where Roberson had to be subbed out because she picked up two fouls. Right. And as soon as she came back on the court, because uh, Keanu Walker also picked up her second foul in a, <laughs> in yeah. an, a kind of injury, kind of. Yeah. One of, we'll one talk of about the worst calls later. I've ever seen. Also, I <laughs> wish I had my phone ready faster because Les Geist was mad. I wanted a picture of Les Geist being really mad, but I missed it. So it just will live on in my memory. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Anilar Roberson had to be subbed back into the lineup yeah. because we needed someone out there, and Middle Tennessee was starting to run away with it. And as soon as she was back on the court, she started scoring, but more importantly, the team started scoring and kept that window from getting even more drastic than it ended up being by the time that the, the comeback started. 
uh, these two players change what this team looks like. And the fact that they're also hot on this hot team is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think tomorrow our two players won't necessarily be the best two players on the floor because I think Charlotte has the talent to match with Jet Wilson. But, you know, we had some key pieces step up today um, when Roberson and and Walker were out, right? We had um, Salma Bates putting up 12 points. And that's something we've we've complained about this season is like, okay, well, there's two players, right? There's two players doing stuff. Where's the rest of the team, right? And so I think it's the perfect time for the rest of the team to step up. And I just... I got the Texters winning, man. I just have the Texters winning. And I think it'll be lower scoring than tonight, but, you know, maybe something like 62 to 58 or something like that. And we and we made free throws when it counted in the fourth quarter tonight, and we'll have to do that tomorrow too, I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I heard her name called a couple times in this game, and I think that she'll step up in the next one as well. Someone who I hadn't heard her name called a lot before tonight and that's partly on me for not following women's basketball as closely as I probably should have. But Sylvia Nativi, uh, number 23, it felt like there were several times in this game where I just kept hearing the announcer saying Nativi grabs this, Nativi makes the shot, Nativi does this important, yeah. good thing. Yeah. And Four to carry that three assists. Yeah. Yeah. Good, pretty good stat line. Yeah. I don't have, I couldn't get the stats up in front of me. The tech website doesn't have them on that, oh, I've got that avenue yet. Oh, you had to go to the live stats. Uh, anyway. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Um, the game's over. This should anyway. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I think she also has a huge game against Charlotte and kind of makes up for some of the matchups that Charlotte may be able to play against Kendall Walker and Anwar Roberson. Yeah. But we're not done there because earlier in the day, the Bulldogs, the men's basketball team, also advanced to the finals and will play against Shocker UAB. Oh, man, it was almost MTSU, though. It was almost, several times, several times, almost MTSU. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. Uh, I left Frisco. We we like we left the tech game, went to go eat some lunch at a place right outside the stadium. And, you know, we kind we kind of took our time eating lunch, like had a beer, you know, hanging out. And then we left the bar when it was like three minutes left in the first half. So I'm like, all right, I'll probably get home right around the time this game's over, see who won, like see who Tech's playing. Okay, because we had to come home between games, let our dogs out and whatnot. So I get home and I'm like, oh, there's like two minutes left. I'll turn this on. And I, you know, I turn it on and MTSU's up like six points. I'm like, oh, man, this this is cool. Like, I don't I don't, you know, selfishly, I'm kind of thinking like, oh, shit, like if it's MTSU, I got to do a bunch of research for the podcast because I don't know <laughs> shit about them. Yeah. Um, but, you know. I'll be damned if UAB doesn't tie the game and we go to overtime and I'm like, okay, overtime's good, right? Overtime's great. The more tired these guys get, the better it is for us. Then we go to a second overtime and, you know, it looks like MTSU is going to pull it off. And then UAB ties it again. Fucking jelly walker, man. What are you going to do? And then in the third overtime, I mean, Jesus, it just, MTSU just didn't have anything left in the tank. Jelly walker did have something left in the tank and UAB comes out winners. So. Uh, setting up, you know, a, a third matchup with them. We've lost the previous two, you know, both at home and away. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel, I guess. Yeah, I was talking to Courtney about this earlier. I really, it, when we were trying to decide who we wanted to win against UAB in Middle Tennessee, I felt yeah. like 
if we knew we were going to lose the championship game, I'd rather lose it to Middle Tennessee. But if we're going to win the championship yes. game, I'd much rather win it over UAB. Yeah, I, I was talking to Catherine about that as we were waiting in line uh, at, at, for lunch. You know, I was like, look, if we're going to win a championship, I fucking want it to be over UAB. Like, you bet you bet your ass I want to yeah. beat UAB. However, <laughs> I would rather <laughs> win the championship, and I think we'd have a better chance against MTSU, right? Like... And I, I think that like the Ken Palm numbers would probably back that up. Like we're we're playing UAB who's number forty nine. We're number ninety eight right now. It's giving UAB a sixty five percent chance to win and predicts seventy five to seventy one as the final score. So so not not great from our perspective, but I mean, look, guys, we've talked ad nauseum about UAB. We just previewed them last week. Uh we previewed them back in January. I mean it's the same team that we've previewed both times and, and recapped both times, right? Jelly Walker is really good. That's, you know, last time Michael Erdl was really good and he's been good in the tournament for them so far. So I don't know that we need to spend a bunch of time like talking about their team and the way that we match up. Like we know how we match up, right? Uh, do you want to add anything on UAB? I guess not. I mean, you've said his name a bunch, Jelly Walker, and I think it's worth more emphasis here just how game-changing he's been both of these games against Tech and this tournament at large for UAB. So, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it two weeks ago. We previewed the game that was taking place in Birmingham, and then last week we talked about what happened in that game, and it was not great. Uh, it was close until halftime, and then UAB ran away with it in the second half, but yeah, I don't know what else to say other than going over things that we've already kind of talked about. Yeah, I mean, look, like, I don't know. It's it's tough because we talk about, like, on the women's side of things, the texters are really hot. They haven't lost in a while. I mean, UAB has only lost once since the middle of February, and that was by one point to North Texas. Like, they're on a six-game win streak, including these two conference tournament games. You know, they beat FAU to open – and they beat Middle Tennessee in triple overtime earlier today to, to set up this three-peat rematch. Yeah, that triple overtime is yeah. worth yeah, yeah. talking about just I mean, because of the exhaustion on the players. Jelly Walker took 29 shots ooh. in this game. 16 three-pointers, also 13 foul shots on top of that. Played 46 minutes. Michael Ertl played 54 minutes. <laughs> Trey Jemison may actually be the freshest of the normal guys. He only played yeah. 26 he fouled out right at the end yeah. of regulation. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point. I mean, even just talking about, like, the TV side of things, like, they were supposed to cut to Akron versus Toledo. Shout out Matt Correspondent Jake. Um, <laughs> who People who listen to the show now probably have no idea what the fuck we're talking yeah, about. It's but, been a while since we played a Mac team in football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, MTSU, like they they kept going to overtime right and so they didn't cut to that mac semifinal until after halftime so like essentially mtsu and uab played an extra half worth of basketball and in a conference tournament setting i mean that counts right now unfortunately uab had the double buy so we have played more basketball than them in the last three days than they've played because they didn't have to play wednesday but we didn't you know we was had it yesterday <laughs> Yeah, we've had since about 1.45 p.m. to kind of chill out, veg out in the room. Did not see the men's team show up for the women's semifinal tonight, which we weren't sure if we'd see them, but 
um, you know, I'm all for them just, you know, staying in the ice bath a little longer, right? Watching it yeah. on TV, watching it on their phones, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that triple overtime certainly will cause a factor uh, or be a factor rather. Not ca- You don't cause factors. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's midnight. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, in, in addition to the time on the court and stuff like that, too, like these aren't North Texas style defenses where we control the pace. We yeah. moved the ball slowly. A lot of points were scored. This game ended at 102 to 98. This was high pace basketball, yeah. and that takes a lot out of you. So hopefully it takes enough out of the Blazers to help the pendulum swing the other way now that it's two UAB wins in a row this year. Do you think that's what happens, Evan? Do you think that Tech pulls off a similar thing as they did against North Texas, lose to them twice in the regular season, then beat them in the tournament? So I've got some numbers for you to start out with here in my prediction. I've got 83, 87. Okay. Do you know what those numbers are? No idea. Those are the number of points that UAB scored against Louisiana Tech in both of their games this season. 83 and 87. Here, I got three more numbers for you. Okay. 67, 57, 36. Do you know what those numbers are? Uh, The Powerball numbers? Yes. Uh, you okay, you cool. just won twelve quadrillion dollars. Um, <laughs> this is a weird way to play the lottery, but I'm um, on board no, now. Those are those are the numbers of points scored against Tech by Marshall, Western Kentucky, and North Texas, respectively, in the conference tournament. Um, North Texas obviously was not going to score eighty three points. They don't play that way. They I don't they don't want to score eighty three points. Right? That's yeah. that's not their goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, Western Kentucky, though, I mean, they scored. They scored in our previous matchup, they scored 73 and Marshall. I mean, Marshall's not a great team, but they're not a low scoring team typically. Right. I mean, they're, they're not, they're not a North Texas style team. Can our defense play and continue to play better as they have Kobe Williams performance today against North Texas was fucking masterful. Tyler Perry was trying to take a three pointer. We'll, we'll recap all this, but Tyler Perry was trying to do the three point bucket from the, from the corner that he attempted against tech back in Ruston back in January and Kobe read the play, knew exactly what was coming and fucking blocked the shot with like a minute left on the clock when Tyler Perry goes into clutch mode and can't miss. So can that defense show up against UAB? I think it can. I think that this team today uh, or earlier this week, when I previewed the whole tournament, I said, does tech have that clutch gene? Do we have the, you know, the killer instinct, blah, blah, blah. We do. I I saw it with my own fucking eyes today, right? And I yeah. saw it last night. We beat Western Kentucky. We got the clutch rebound. Same thing happened today with, with Junior Lofton pulling down a huge rebound, you know, with 10 seconds left that, that sealed the deal, right? And, you know, that whole game today, it was like, man, at some point, at some point, we're going to blow it. And we didn't, right? In the, in the game last night, at some point, we're going to blow it. And we kind of did, and then we didn't, right? So... <laughs> I think my concern was that we did not have this ability to like overcome, you know, being Louisiana tech or whatever, right? Like not analytics or whatever, but like, can we actually do it when it comes down to it? And I've seen it with my own eyes. We can. And I think it's hard to beat a team three times in one year, a good team. It's hard to beat them three times in a year. Like you said, we're beating UAB. We're doubling up on championships. We're going to have to split into we're going to have to like do some weird mitosis shit or something. I don't know what I'm talking about going into science here, but we're going to have to split into multiple versions of ourselves to go to two different 
NCAA tournament appearances. That's a weird way for me to wrap up, but I'm done <laughs> tossing it over to you. <laughs> yeah, I I can't find a transition out of that one into my prediction, but uh, here we go. The first game against UAB this year was yeah, the division. Okay, I was right. There Mitosis, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's go. Now all to right. bring it all back together with some meiosis. Uh, that's how you say that, right? Amori Archibald in the first game against UAB. Tech lost this game, but it was this was the closer one. Uh, where Tech lost by seven, but it it didn't feel like a seven point loss. Uh, yeah. Archibald had twenty seven points in that game. Um, just lining it up, felt like he couldn't miss seven of ten from three point land, stuff like that. I think he's the key in this game. The next game against UAB, the one we were kind of played out of Birmingham completely in the second half. Uh, Archibald ended with 14 points, but never even tried a three-pointer. In this tournament, Archibald's also been pretty quiet. Nine points to start against Marshall, against Western Kentucky. He scored five. And of course, no one scored any points against North Texas because that's how the game, the way this game went. But he only made one, one field goal and one foul shot, totaling three points scored on the night. Archibald feels like a sleeping giant in this game in a way that can control things. Everyone knows to look for Lofton. Keiston Willis has had two pretty good games of making the shots he's supposed to make uh, and really kind of been an unsung hero for this Bulldog team and this tournament in Frisco. But it's the senior. It's uh, senior's not even enough of a word. The guy who holds the record for the most tech games played in or started that I think is the one to bring the Bulldogs to the promised land. I think Archibald scores 25, maybe even 26 points in this one and just goes off and Tech beats UAB by three with a Jelly Walker miss oh, at the oh buzzer. My God. Oh, my God. Do you want me to die? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. Somehow Jelly Walker will take an eight-point shot at the end of the game and, and yeah. win. That's, that's um, probably what will happen. I'll, I'll, gi- I'll give a, a score prediction. I'll say... I'll say it'll be lower scoring than the last few and tech comes out on top 73 to 67. That's, that's my prediction. And, um, I, I just, you know, today was a very, very special day in tech, uh, athletics, you know, and I hope that it can instant extend into tomorrow and make, you know, the, the sort of twilight zone between Nathan and my birthday, also special <laughs> yes. let's not just save it for for birthdays only you know you have to find someone whose birthday is tomorrow and and meet and try to convert them very quickly anyway that about wraps it up for this episode of the go tech please and die podcast should follow us on twitter tomorrow g-o-t-c-h-p-l-s-d-n-t-d-i-e just it's it's a fun place to hang out twitter sometimes especially when yeah. tech games are going on yeah we've yeah, we've we've had a, a good couple of days. We're getting closer and closer to two thousand. So tell your friends. Yeah. Uh, come on out. Oh, we lost one. <laughs> Someone unfollowed <laughs> us. That's sad. We had nineteen seventy eight. Now we're at nineteen seventy seven. Oh no, we took too yeah. long to get this podcast out, and somebody yeah. lost the faith. But um, yeah. yeah. If you have a friend who's a tech fan, tell them to listen. If they're not a tech fan, that's step one. Make them a tech fan, and then have hey, them listen. Catherine's like getting into it. It's yeah. you know she's finally like. She's like wearing a tech shirt at a tech game. We're winning. Like she's understanding the the pain that I go through, the the stress. <laughs> um, we've decided that it might be two more of those tomorrow. You know, maybe the reason why I'm not stressed out about other things is that I 
channel all of my stress into Louisiana Tech <laughs> athletics <laughs> and occasionally the Saints, but mostly Tech. Yes. Um, so anyway, I mean, uh, you know, I hope everyone enjoys the games tomorrow and, you know, uh, hopefully there's not too much furious pacing, but, you know, uh, if, I think if a moderate amount, look, if you're called to pace, just pace. You don't I mean, we don't have to give permission, you know, just look, if, if you feel in your heart that it's time to pace, just go for it. And honestly, instead of sleeping tonight, I might just pace around my room. <laughs> you know, like we got two championship games tomorrow. What the fuck is happening? That about wraps it up for life advice with Evan. Whenever yep. you feel like pacing, yep. go ahead <laughs> just, and pace. Yes. Anyway, until next time. And next time will hopefully be a full episode where we can preview some regional action. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. And go tech. Please don't die. For the love of God, please.